Welcome to Star Atlas Dowcast, the number one podcast for news, updates, education, and all things Star Atlas. I'm Dowcaster, your host. Today's topic in Star Atlas 101 is economics. Now, if you're new to Star Atlas, I highly recommend you start at the beginning of the Star Atlas 101 series to get the full picture of the game. But for today, let's dive in. Today's topic is the economics of Star Atlas. Now, unlike most games in existence today, Star Atlas provides a unique opportunity for players to extract in-game virtual earnings into real-world income. Where many game developers opt to monopolize asset ownership and distribution through restrictions on reselling, Star Atlas fully embraces the potential of owning your assets or NFTs and taking them off the Star Atlas marketplace to an external NFT marketplace to sell them. Imagine if you were playing Fortnite and you got to take your skins out of the game and sell them on a marketplace to the highest bidder. That's pretty cool, especially for the legendary ones. Now, whereas companies like Meta seemingly want you in the metaverse as much as possible, Star Atlas is different so far. The goal of the Star Atlas development team is to encourage the monetization of time spent in this virtual world and emphasize the ability for this monetization to transcend the metaverse into the real world. Digital assets owned always belong to the holder, and crypto assets earned can be converted into real-life currencies at insanely low transaction fees or gas fees. The Star Atlas team believes that this is the model for the future of gaming. Now, a key driver of value within the universe of Star Atlas is the monetary reward system delivered via blockchain mechanics. A secondary goal of the development team, though, is to drive real-world human innovation and progress by leveraging this virtual world as an experimental sandbox for economic and governance research. Simply put, let's try out new government policies in the Star Atlas metaverse, and if they work, let's move them to real life. With that in mind, Star Atlas is driven by a dual token system with both the Atlas token and the Polis token. Atlas will serve as the native in-game currency within Star Atlas. Players will initially leverage Atlas to acquire digital assets such as ships, crew, components, land, and equipment. However, as in any real economy, a financial system is necessary to facilitate commerce, whether it be through NPC merchants or direct peer-to-peer transactions, so selling to computers or selling to other people. Now, Atlas is the main currency, so operating expenses such as personnel for mining equipment, fuel for ships, and repairs or damages will all need to be paid in Atlas. It'll also serve as the predominant currency within the NFT marketplace. Here's an important note, though. Unlike many projects in the crypto economy, the development team retains zero stake in the undistributed token supply. So the way Atlas will be given out is that currently, before the game launches, you can receive Atlas through the GAL, the Galactic Asset Offering. Now we talked about this in Star Atlas 101 Episode 2 on Phases, but this is the only time we can gain Atlas outside of the game. Once the Galactic Asset Offering has finished, Atlas can only be earned through in-game activity or sales by other players. Now the Polis token, on the other hand, is the governance token, with applications both in-game and in directing real-world economic policy. Yeah, you heard that right. So within the Star Atlas metaverse, political influence is yet another strategic consideration in the management of territory and the navigation of space. Controlling this political influence introduces a number of advantages for player status, which is represented by the Polis token, P-O-L-I-S. Holders of Polis will be in a unique position of jurisdictional ownership over entire regions, regardless of who owns the title or NFT to the land and equipment rights. These players will be able to restrict some of the activity that can occur while under their oversight, impose taxes on other players, 
charge tolls, and otherwise create a separate set of laws with which other players must observe. It doesn't sound great so far, I'm going to be honest. It sounds like very rich people can get in here and tell us all how to play the game, but let's keep going. The white paper then goes on to say that polis represents voting rights, not rights to be a dictator. In this regard, it will likely require multiple players to collaborate on these rules, fines, fees, tolls, etc., lest they be suspended by a more powerful group of players. Now, being part of a decentralized autonomous corporation that runs things the way that you agree with will do well to take advantage of this tool. Now, in the real world, control of Polis will enable the gaming community to influence decision-making of the Star Atlas development team. This will follow a period of centralization of decision-making, likely two to three years of game development and balance. Basically, even the CEO has said, ultimately, he wants the entire game to be run by players. All the decisions of the development team will be voted on by those holding Polis tokens. Now, currently, it's going to be two to three years of game development of imbalance in a centralized form, so by the company themselves. But after the centralized period, Polis holders will be able to influence game economics like inflation rates, asset release schedules, game direction, and will otherwise provide some degree of ownership in development decision making. Now, Polis distribution will take effect in two phases. The first phase consists of a 20% sale of the governance token during the GAO, or the Galactic Asset Offering. Now, following the GAO, the exclusive ability to generate Polis relies on staking of Atlas currency. Atlas staking, or locking tokens to reap a reward like interest, will be delivered in browser while game development is in pre-production, and will subsequently be accessible in-game once version 1 of the minigame is released. Players should note, though, there is a trade-off that takes place to earn Polis. Atlas that is reserved for Polis rewards is not accessible for any other in-game requirement. In other words, a player can either stake Atlas or spend it, but not both. Now, I hope this gives you a good introduction on the economics of Star Atlas. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so at anchor.fm slash staratlasdowcast slash support or you can find the link in the description. And this will give you early access and be the first to know when our fundraising NFT release drops, as well as our free merch and other cool perks. If you'd like to sponsor or be featured on the show, email me at sponsor at staratlasdowcast.com. And if you can't support the show monetarily, then please consider leaving a review on your podcasting app so more people can learn to play this awesome game. Thanks for listening and never stop exploring.